Hello, hello, my lovelies. I hope that today's episode is a little bit shorter than last week. If you did not listen to last week's episode, I talked about everything from my travels to London, Paris, and Amsterdam. This week, I am still continuing on from that topic, but we're primarily talking about mindset. So if you are looking to get your mind just right, go grab a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or whatever's going to bring a pretty smile to your face and let's dive in. Hey there and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Rather than talking a bit about a sponsor, I just want to talk about a bit of something that I do. Something that you might not know about. I just had a fantastic one-on-one nutrition power hour today, and I want to make sure that you know I provide the yogi mind to everything that I do but specifically with something like one-on-one coaching where we just talk. And I hate to even say we just talk because I feel like you're then maybe put off by it. But I literally answered every single question that this lovely little human had about everything from the difference to micro and macronutrients to what I would recommend is a good baseline that she's at to literally reviewing everything that is her go-to for breakfast, lunch, and we dabbled a little into dinner, to understand how can she make changes to see what she wants to see in the mirror? How can she make changes to support four young boys in her household? And all of that was with taking a little bit more of the mindset approach. Think of it as, if you like the show, we're going to talk about nutrition just like this. Literally. It's going to be this chill, Uh, probably going to sip on some coffee while I do it. Uh, And I would love to chat with you if you are interested. If you peep the show notes, you can see the link to my website, The Caffeinated Yogi. Uh, And I do have two different nutrition options. One is where we work together for three plus months and the other is just an hour of your time. So if that's something you're interested in, let's continue to get your mind right as we take this episode off of the show. Next is a quote that I want to challenge you to maybe use as you go into the rest of this week and uh, use as maybe an intention for this episode. And it goes like this. People are moved by you being moved. People are moved by you being moved. I actually read this and saved it as a little bit of a remember to talk about this on a podcast episode note before my travels. And then as I was planning out some episodes post-travel, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just so applicable and so needed. With my time of traveling, I know that the lifestyle I want is not something that I can sustain. I hate whenever you see people that just share that they are traveling like six months out of the year and that they use something that's like uh, 
well, I work really hard for this and don't like to include the fact that their job makes them travel. Or maybe that they have the finances and resources from their family. Like maybe their family has uh, homes throughout the world. I'm not just trying to discredit them. I'm just saying that you have to be fully transparent, right? And I can say for me, can I potentially start doing more yoga retreats and take that as part of my work throughout the world? Yes. Is that something that's going to be hard for me to establish? Yes. Am I thinking of doing one this year? Yes. But uh, ideally, I don't really want to like take my travels so much with me working there. Uh, in all honesty, if I could, if I had the ability to, I would love to probably travel like multiple times a year for long chunks of time and not have to worry about work, not have to worry about my bank account. And well, I don't live that life, guys. If you do, I'm happy for you. I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm not happy for those people that can do it. I'm very happy for you. I'm literally just saying that I can't. <laughs> but my time away mean, made me realize of the things that I can do more. And my two takeaways were to be a little bit more in nature and to live a little bit more in the past time. Be a little bit more in nature. I think that that one's a little obvious, right? I do not have the time to necessarily drive hours away and go on hikes often, but I can go for more walks. I can sit on the patio. I can go to a restaurant where I know I'm being out, I'm going to eat outside or drink outside. So there's that. But what do I mean whenever I say I want to live a little bit more in a pastime? One thing that I really enjoyed throughout our travels was, I said it multiple times, the walkability. And yes, I just even related that to being in nature. But hear me out for a moment. Doesn't it seem like something from even Sex in the City? That's what, like 10 plus years old now? Maybe, gosh, I guess 20 years old now? Uh, but a show like that. Wasn't it more uh, of a norm for Carrie to walk to get a drink just to drink and then go home and maybe eat dinner? That is something that I think our culture has lost. And I feel like I'm talking so much about drinking, but just, again, hear me out, right? We, as a culture, have viewed so much now of like, we have to make it this bigger ordeal I think whenever it comes to eating out and being in uh in your community supporting your community and I think that part of that is unfortunate and it's because of the finances because man whenever we ate our anniversary dinner which if you didn't listen last week we went to a Michelin star restaurant a little fancy and uh we spent less than 100 euro which is like absurd for what you would get in the U.S. <laughs> uh, a very good glass of wine was five euros. Yet we would be maybe paying something like that at a happy hour here. So I do understand that part of it is because things are so expensive. Eating out is so expensive here. But what happened to the idea of I'm going to go out for just a drink and then come home to eat dinner? 
Like we kind of view it as if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go to this place for a drink and then maybe go this place to dinner or I'm going to go meet my friends at this brewery and then we're all going to go to a pizza place and then we're going to go here. Like it's, we take that go, go, go into something like our chill Friday night. Does that make sense? And I don't understand why we can't take the, I'm going to go and do a little bit of this fun thing and then I'm going to go be the homebody. I'm going to soak up time with my husband. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was really eye-opening for me. And even where we live. So Matt and I live uh, in the Ghent area. We could easily walk like less than a half a mile to several different restaurants to be able to do something like we're going to get one beverage and then go home and since I've been talking about drinking so much, maybe not even have a drink at all. We went out, we had a drink at let's say 6 p.m. We come home, we make dinner together, we eat the dinner, we watch TV, like embracing that. Not filling up your agenda with like the, well, I need to go to this event. And then after the event is when I go to dinner. And then after dinner, I go to another event. Like why? Why do we do that? Why can't our embrace in culture be something that is, again, being outside. So combining these two, I'm going to walk to the to Stella's Cafe here where I can then sit down and listen to music with some friends and then walk back home. It doesn't have to always be this extravagant thing. And maybe that's just because of some people that I uh, surrounded myself with whenever I first moved here. I am no longer really with that group of friends, but maybe that's part of my reasoning why. I'm not sure. But I, I just, I find that those are two things I want to do a little bit more of. I want to live a little bit more in the pastime of maybe on a Saturday, I just walk to a coffee shop to get a cup of coffee sit down and read my book for a little bit and then walk back home. Like maybe that's what my I'm going to relax on a Friday look or on a Saturday morning looks like. Knowing that it doesn't have to be I'm committing to all of the things. I have only though realized how hard something like that is. I hate to say more than the average person, but well, I'm going to say more than the average person. Um, opening up the studio was a huge headache (laughs) and, uh, for the first year I was teaching about 40 hours a week, let alone actually running that business, let alone running the caffeinated yogi business. Now I have cut back a lot. However, I did have to do a lot to create the space for me to have space. And I'm telling you this not to brag at all, actually. I'm telling you it because I know that you might have to take time to create the footprint, to create the plan, the action plan for you to then have more space. But I can only promise you that creating that plan is only going to behoove you. Rather than thinking so much of, okay, how can I contribute more to my 401k? How can I do this, this, and this in more of the 20-year plan? Please note, I'm not saying that your 20-year plan is bad. I'm just saying do a little bit more research into how can I be more present in my six-month plan, in my nine-month plan, in my 24-month plan? Because... Yes, being able to retire, for example, is a fantastic thing. But what about now? How can you be in nature more now? How can you live in the pastime that makes you smile now? Yes, those are my examples. And maybe you find your examples of those bits of joy that really just make your heart flutter. Now, I'm going to try to tie this all in. But uh, 
I, I was inspired by this because of my travels. And within the European cultures that I saw, I saw so many people going out for a longer lunch and spending time together and just really enjoying each other, not being on their phones as much as you see in the U.S. as well, uh, and just being together, being with each other, taking that longer break and not giving a fuck about what time they get back. Once they do get back, they put their head in the game, they get the work done, and so be it. And I know that I cannot change that like a light switch. Especially whenever I relate to something like the yoga studio. I can't just say I'm going to have two classes at 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. because then I would be losing so many students. We do very well with our 5.30 a.m. class and with our 7 p.m. classes. So I have to make sure that I am uh, targeting our market. I need to make sure that I'm like uh, driving revenue to be able to pay the bills. But I can also say that This idea, this aspiration that I have uh, recently come across, it reminds me of my mile and yoga every damn day. Whenever this episode launches, I will be at over 800 days straight of doing a yoga every day and mile every day. And guess what? So many of you have been moved to do the same thing. The quote that I started with, people are moved by you being moved. The amount of you that have physically seen me uh, Instagramming my little steps or a hyperlapse of my uh, yoga practice, so many of you have said that you now go for walks more often or that you stretch a little bit at home. And that is so freaking amazing to me. And my goal, my goal right now is to just talk a little bit more about how can I embrace in the areas that I want to. How can I be in nature more? How can I live in the past time more? How can I bring that European culture here that I enjoy? And I think that the more that I maybe talk about it, the more that I potentially post something of, cool, I worked with four clients today. Now I'm going to walk to a coffee shop and read my book. What are you guys reading? Like sharing things in that aspect, sharing a little bit more of me having the work-life balance, talking about how I want to see more of that European culture here. I think that that is only going to help us move and be moved. People are moved by you being moved. So my hope, my aspiration right now is that the more that I talk about it, the more that you're going to also be moved by it. And maybe, just maybe, we can figure out some damn way to make that change ourselves if it's something that you're interested in. Now, please note, this mindset is something that I have forever taken with everything from strength to nutrition and beyond. For example, I have one client that's going through a ton of stuff at work, and she recently transitioned to doing two of her workouts a week as a 30-minute at-home workout, compared to her 45 to an hour-long workout at the gym. What is that doing? That's saving her time in her commute, and she's just physically moving for a shorter period of time. Both of those things are okay. So if you're looking for a way to become healthier from strength training to mobility to nutrition, please, please, please peep the show notes and let's have a chit chat. Thank you for tuning in. And until next Tuesday, my lovelies, namaste and slay boo thing. <laughs>